Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Changing it up today. I'm going to, uh, so I normally go to Dynamax. I'm going back to Foley's for just like two days a week. I love Dynamax. I ain't ever leaving that gym. I left Foley's originally just because I had some just, <laughs> some very strange uh, experiences uh, and, uh, you know, it's a great place. The owner's an awesome guy. The staff was amazing. Um, it was just some of the patrons. Had nothing to do with the gym. Had nothing to do with the gym. Had everything to do with uh, just very strange people. But anyways, um, go to Foley's today. Uh, reason being, there's more equipment. You know, Dynamax is just your straight powerlifting gym, which I love. That's 90% of what I do. But... I would like to get some uh, extensions in, some leg curls. I would like to get on the treadmill and do some incline today, uh, as well as hit the sauna. So that is my story, and I'm sticking to i got to remember how to get there because I'm not pulling up my GPS because I'm on with you guys. Um, I think we got it. Shoot, I can't remember. I had a topic uh, that I was going to start ripping right into, and it has since escaped me. Hold on one second. Let me... So you know, I was telling my wife last night, I picture uh, the inside of my mind um, as a little factory, right? So in the morning, like I can't sleep in. It's impossible now for me to sleep in. So like in the morning when I wake up, I just I just picture like the, uh, the horn going off for the shift change. And then, uh, you know, I'm popping right on up because uh, the workers are going to work. So it's like that episode from SpongeBob where everybody's on, everything's on fire in his mind. What is up with the traffic? What's going on here? It's eight o'clock on a Friday. Well, I guess that's like prime time, huh? is it? But uh, yeah, that's what I picture the inside of my mind. So all that goes to say is that's what it looks like right now. Everything's on fire. Uh, the workers are screaming. They know that at least three of them will be executed for this malfeasance. <laughs> <laughs> As a result of my malfeasance over their mistake, rather. And, uh, yeah. Because I cannot remember what I wanted to talk about. I mean, we can, we'll can we find something. We usually wind our way together, you and I, uh, to a topic somehow. Some way. Well, you know, let's start out. Uh, let's talk about Trump real quick. So, you know, in case you don't know my feelings on Trump, I am not a Trumpy. I'm not a right-winger. Uh Red City Alehouse. Oh, that's new. Um, I'm not a Republican. I am not a centrist. I'm not. I'm not a libertarian. I'm not, I associate with no political party. I think that they are all diseased. Um, I think that they all make concessions uh, to get votes, uh, which is not. I don't. I. I don't know what I am. I would say I'm a monarchist at this point. I don't think that... Uh, ooh, lots of kids. We're going to slow way down. I don't think that uh, we are... Because the world, you know, it says in the Bible, the world, as you know, it is passing away. Which, to me, is a process of degeneration, right? So it's like it's getting it's getting marginally worse every single day. Like every single day gets a little worse, gets a little worse, gets a little worse. But it's to such a degree that you don't really notice, right? It's like how we age, like, well, that's a great example. Like, we age, the world is aging. You know what I mean? Like, the world is passing away. It is getting older. It is getting more frail. It is getting weak. So with that being said, I do not think 
that humans, especially with the trappings of modern comfort, not having to worry about where your next meal is going to come from, not having to worry about barbarians storming your village, chopping your heads off, raping your wives, and taking your kids, I think uh, we have, we're in a state of degeneration. It's like if you don't use your muscles. Like when you send, so here's the, oh, I like what I'm about to say, dude. I just have strokes of brilliance when I start talking, and you know, I'm going to, I have, I'm being an egotistical silly person right now, but I'm going to roll with it. Like when you send an astronaut to space, okay, they have to make a conscious effort to use their muscles as much as they can. But even when they get back, they're always smaller and they're always weaker. Like you, you could go to space and just eat a bunch of Big Macs and you're going to come back weaker. Might be a little bit more fat, but you're going to come back weaker. Why? There's no resistance from gravity, right? Like if we lived on a planet, like uh, I believe Venus has higher gravitation. Uh, higher gravity is denser than us, or maybe it's a, it's definitely not Mars. Let's just say Venus. We would all be stronger. We'd be shorter too, which is interesting. Like if we were on Uranus, we'd be like two feet tall. You know what I mean? Because the force of, but then again, who knows how we'd be biologically wired to overcome that. But uh, <clears throat> lots of questions here this morning. But there's no resistance in space. So when an astronaut goes to space and they come back, their legs are smaller and weaker, their arms are smaller and weaker because they weren't fighting gravity, right? I'm sure it's really good for your back, though. But anyways, what we see in society now is there's little to no resistance. Wow, the route came back to me to get to Foley's just supernaturally. There's no resistance. So people aren't getting stronger mentally. People aren't getting stronger spiritually. I think that's why it's probably harder to be a Christian now than it ever has before. Because before it's like, dude, you, every day was a fight for survival. And when every day is a fight for survival, I believe that, in my opinion, that strengthens your faith. I believe that's a, a big reason why I'm going through and have been going through what I have the past couple of years is to strengthen my faith in God and to strengthen my mind. But when you take away obstacles, adversity, challenges, and all that, what happens is, is you get this feeble, flaccid person. And most people are mentally, spiritually, and especially physically feeble and flaccid. Pathetic weaklings, unable to persevere, unable to form goals and contribute. So thus, we find ourselves in this scenario where I don't believe in democracy any longer because I don't believe that people can govern themselves. People are too weak and stupid to govern themselves. Look at our politicians. That's all. They're a reflection of us. Like, say what you will, and there's some influence there from the New World Order, absolutely, things. But, like, even... So going back to Trump, even our, even our best, what I think is our best candidate, which is saying so much... I believe Trump is our best candidate, but I am also horrified <laughs> that this is where we're at. Donald Trump, you would have said 20 years ago, <laughs> you would have said when he was uh, doing his show, you're fired, that he was going to be the president of the U.S., possibly twice. People would have laughed in your face, and here we are. Again, I do think he has some qualities that I admire. He's obviously been wildly successful. Regardless of what people say, you can't take that away from the dude. He's obviously been very, very successful. Um, he, I think, uh, from a policy standpoint, I agree with almost everything he does. We need to become energy independent again. We need to become another 
we need to become an energy dominant force in the world. I believe in uh, a very iron fist approach to other world leaders. I believe in not backing. There's many things from a policy standpoint that I agree with him. Again, I'm still horrified that this is our most promising prospect. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? There's a difference between, like, the MAGA people think this guy's the second coming of Christ. Legitimately, there are some people that think he's the second coming, which is so stupid. That's a, like I said, I usually pick on the left almost exclusively, but dude, there are some real goofballs on the far right. My qualms with the left come from them wanting to exert. So the left, the left, the left leanings, far left leaning people are the nerds, where the goofballs, the weirdos that are now have power and are mad at the normal people. So they want to make the normal be like, that's why leftists love COVID. Loved it. Why? Because they're dorks. And it gave them something. It gave them It gave them all something to rally around together. Well, it does, it does make our lives a little bit more inconvenient, but it makes normal people's lives really inconvenient. These people love that gyms were shut down. They loved it. Pathetic, dweebish, pencil-necked losers. A couple hundred years ago, I would have ridden into your village on horseback. I would have slaughtered all of you and enslaved the rest. Easily. Taken all your wives, all your kids. No, I'm just kidding. I would never hurt anybody. That's that's all a joke. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, anyway, so the right, though, the, the far right, you know, the MAGA Republicans, and it's just, it's the, it, they're not real people. It's the same blonde bimbo with fake boobs with the MAGA hat that's an influencer. Like, dude, how many blonde, fake boobed women? are going to make a name by just being Donald Trump supporters. Dude, you see it? Oh my goodness. It's oh, it's constant. And then you got like the army bros or like, you know, like the, the guys that were in the military that are now influencers and they're real they're super super goofy and cringy. Thank you for your service, but you're a cornball. You know what I mean? Both sides. Both sides. I just don't like the left. Well, also, the main reason I have major issues with the left is their policies with kids. They want to mutilate their genitals, have sex with them, and abort them. So it's like, I got major issues with the left. Major. Major. I just think the right are harm. The right is just harmless. They're cornballs. They're totally harmless. And the thing with the right is, is they're completely ineffectual. There's no leadership. So that's where Donald Trump becomes effective, is he's the only real leader that is, to some degree, for the most part, unified the right. Where people have a rallying cry. Somebody to stand behind. I think that's why Donald Trump uh, became so popular. People weren't like, oh yeah, George Bush, let's go! George Bush rally! <laughs> you, don't, you don't see, you didn't see any of that. Because it's George Bush, you know what I mean? But like Donald Trump, man, this guy through his personality. And like I said, I really, I, a lot of his policy, I really agree with. I really agree. I think he's a very, I think, again, he's not the best option, but he is the best option. Okay. 
That's my opinion, and it's right. It's not even my opinion, it's just fact. My opinions are all facts. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so, I gotta put myself in other people's shoes sometimes and like realize that the people that disagree with me feel as strongly about their opinions as I do mine, but they're wrong. <laughs> they're wrong! Well, you mean to tell me that, I, I don't know, I just, everything goes back to God. So like whenever I gotta, whenever I have to um, measure or hold an ideal that I have against something, I just hold it against up to God. And it's never perfect, but it's definitely way better than mutilating kids' genitals, having sex with them, and murdering them in the womb. So that's how I know I'm right. I know I'm right because you want to kill and have sex with kids. <laughs> that's that's it. Now you immediately have made all of my opinions better than yours. All of them. I could tell you that grass is blue, generally. That chlorophyll is blue in appearance. And I would be more right than you saying it's green because you want to have sex with kids, you creep. It immediately destroys everything. It, it, it destroys the credibility of everything you have and want to say. This dude on the motorcycle in front of me hit his brakes a little hard. I was nowhere near him. It wasn't a brake check. I just, I don't know if he pulled the clampy thing in too quick, the handle in too quick. That wasn't a good idea. Almost went over his handlebars. <laughs> Whoopsies. First time on the old uh, bike there, huh, partner? Um, it's very stinky, too. It smells like a lawnmower. So, oh, another cool thing. Uh, yesterday, I was sitting down with a, uh, I, I was stuck in traffic. There's an accident. I hope everybody's okay. Uh, they were, which is why I'm going to just chalk it up too. It was a major inconvenience. Just two young girls, both crying on the side of the road. I I guarantee you it, it was a rear end. I guarantee you she was on her phone. Rear ended some old person. But then again, the old it could have been the old person's fault. You got a teenager and you got an old person. And a car accident, it's 50-50. You know what I mean? It could go either way. But anyways... I stopped by a bar uh, called uh, Eric's Church to have a beer uh, because that's where I was stuck in traffic. And uh, I'm sitting there and I'm next to this guy and he, you know, he's like, "Are you, you look familiar. I have a twin somewhere in Maine. I have people tell, and guess what? His, his name's Michael too. We were at Rustler's the other day, another restaurant in town and uh, for uh, right after church and the, the lady's like, she looks at me and my wife, she's like, you, is your mom so-and-so I'm like nah I said my mom lives in New York actually her name's Lisa she's like oh you have a twin you have a twin and he's, what's your name I said Michael and she's like that's what his name is and I'm like dude I have heard this more than a dozen times at this point there's somebody in Maine I gotta meet him and there's gonna be a battle to the death because there can only be one of us so uh anyways you know it'd be so funny you ever seen the uh, jackass where they get uh the big fat guy pressed into whoa bro Boy, it's getting wacky out here. Uh, where they get that big fat guy Preston to crawl in the bed with Bam Margera's mom instead of his dad. And uh, she's like, she wakes up and freaks out because they're both huge, fat, and hairy. But how funny would it be to find this guy? I mean, I don't want anybody in bed with my wife, but it would be kind of funny to like maybe just have him walk in the house one day. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm home. <laughs> See what she does. It's like kind of me, but it's not me. You know what I'm saying? It's like staring at a hyper-realistic doll. Your brain starts to go nuts. 
Anyways, I don't even remember where I was going with all this. Oh, yeah. So I was sitting there next to a, a, a rep for Bud Light. <laughs> and he was like, him and the bartender were talking about setting up some event, right? And uh, it was so funny because he ordered a Bud Light. I'm like, dude, I cannot believe I'm sitting next to somebody in a country bar that just ordered a Bud Light. Turns out he's a Bud Light rep. And you could see the shame, the shame in his face. What are you going to get, Chorus Light? As a Bud Light rep, <laughs> they find out about that. They're going to can you. But, uh, yeah, dude, he was like, we got to do these events. Bud Light's ramping up with these events. We're giving away our beer, basically giving it away uh, to gain goodwill back. We're doing events everywhere where we're giving away. They're giving away beer. They're giving away money. They're giving away merch. Like, just giving it away. Uh, and he's like, our sales are down. He said uh, his territory is the Northeast. He mentioned a couple states like Maine, New Hampshire. Uh, I don't think he had Mass. But like Maine, New Hampshire, uh, maybe Vermont, something like that. He's like, yeah, dude, we're down 18%. He's like, some of the southern states are down 30%. People don't understand how big 30% is when you're talking about billions of dollars. We are... If my business got cut by 30%, I would have to cut half my staff. That's how bad it would be. 30% is insane. A 10% drop is enough to make people void their bowels in upper management. A 10% drop is you're going to get called into a room with your biggest investors and get absolutely shellacked. Somebody's going to grab you by the throat. The other guy's going to pull your pants down. It's not going to be it's not going to be good. You, that's 10%. I can't imagine 30. So this <laughs> this dude's like, you can tell, he's all shifty. You know, he doesn't, I, I, it's just, I was like, man, I, good luck, bro. <laughs> a, I don't think Anheuser Bush is going to recover from this. I really don't. I, I, I think their stock got downgraded, actually, which is crazy. Uh, and, you know, I don't feel bad for him at all. I mean, the guy, I feel like it wasn't his fault. I'm talking about the company. You put this gummy tooth woman. Anytime somebody's gums are that big in proportion to their teeth, you don't trust them. You, don't, you certainly don't make them you know, in a, a position that makes major decisions for your company. But it wasn't just her. That idea likely had to pass through so many different levels of hierarchy and management and approvals and departments. It's like, I'm sure there's some dude in one of the production centers somewhere that actually manufacture the beer. Uh, you going to move up at all or are you just going to box us all in? Okay. Well, I'm not going to be able to fit through there. So, um, what was I? Oh, I could just imagine, you know, being in one of the plants that fills the can and looking at the can. And I'm sure... I'm sure the dudes working in the plant didn't even know at first. They're probably like, oh, who's this chick on the beer? Oh, wait, it's a dude. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, we're all going to lose our jobs. They had to know. They had to know. I wonder how many people along the way were like, hey, guys, probably not a good idea. But here's the thing. I bet you a lot of people didn't speak up. Because they would have lost their job. Oh, you being a transphobe? No, it's look at our demographic. 
It's two rednecks sitting in a boat calling each other fags, fishing for bass, using slurs against each other, and, and, and falling out of the boat drunk and smoking. Dude, if that's who you tried to sell the tranny beer to? like what was ah man you know but at the same time I'm like is there something more sinister going on here was this planned like how could you how could you do this to yourselves it'd be like you know what I want to run I'm I'm, this this is exactly would be like all right I'm a three-time international marathon champion I want to run faster so I'm going to saw both my legs off Oh no, my legs, now I can't run. (laughs) Oh, what a foolish decision this was. Why didn't anybody stop me? It's like... (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. That's what they did. Oh man, what a shame. Gee whiz. Alright, I think that's enough for today. <laughs> Foley's is a lot longer of a drive for me. Another reason why I don't... I used to come here when I, the office was in Portland. Now I don't use the office anymore for obvious reasons. So, um, yeah, we got a little bit more time together today. <laughs> we covered a lot of ground. <laughs> Alright, that's all I got. I love you guys. Let's get it. Have a great day.